What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. All righty. You know what day it is. It's the first day of hate week. That's, that's, the only, that's the best way to say it. It's the first day of hate week. Welcome to the Sunday Morning Playground Sports Talk 1050 WTKA, the ticket online at WTKA.com. Matt Missler here in studio. Also in studio with me is Boom Boom Matty Leach. What's up, player? Oh, feeling good today, Miz. Obviously, we had to uh, we had to fight tooth and nail to get out of College Park with a win, which I know we'll we'll dive all into the game. But uh, you know, as I was sitting there, kind of reflecting on it yesterday, I I'm happy I'm happy that the Wolverines got a bit of a wake up call before going into hate week. Yeah. Because uh, I mentioned it, was it two years ago when they knocked the snot out of Michigan State right before they played us? They won like they were up forty-five nothing or forty-five seven in the first half. Yeah, yeah. So that was right before the the first Big Ten championship, and I I remember saying the only the only positive because Michigan fans were somewhat shaken in their Nikes at the time, thinking, oh man, this is going to be coming at us next week. So the only positive that we can get out of it is that maybe they come in overconfident. Mm -hmm. This Wolverines team will certainly not be coming into hate week overconfident. They will be going into it thinking, I have to be perfect or we will not win this game and everything that we have worked so hard for will slip right through our fingers. So we have to be perfect. We have to be perfect. And that's what I hope we got out of here yesterday. We we look good early, Miz. To me, I think we took our foot off the gas, which is why. And I think it's more mentally. We were up 21-3. to three. We were feeling pretty good at the time. And then all of a sudden, obviously, before we knew it, we were in a game. And like I said, fighting for our lives to get out of there with the win. But the important thing is, we did, in fact, get out of there with the win. The thousandth win in Michigan football program history. Mm-hmm. I know every... Former player, former coach, they have to go back and think about, wait a second, what was my record? I was 10, 9, I had 36 of these wins. I had 27 of these wins accounted to me. To me. Mm-hmm. So everybody went through and did that yesterday. I know it was a good day for all the Michigan faithful after the game was done because I know it was a little a little nerve-wracking sweating it out. But uh, again, Miz, we, we got the job done. It wasn't as pretty as we would have liked, but I do think that ultimately might help us because I'm sure there's a lot of Michigan fans out there saying, oh, my God, we didn't even look good against Maryland. How are we going to be able to bring this against Ohio State? Don't worry. Do not worry. The team will be focused. The team will be ready. Mm-hmm. If they're half as amped up as your boy Boom Boom is over here, which they're playing the damn game. Yeah. They certainly will be. But this team will be focused, and I also think it's good that they now you can't you can't think going in there that we are the better team. As long as we play our game, we are going to win. After last week, you have to go into the game thinking we have to be absolutely perfect in every aspect of execution, game planning, everything if we want to win and go to the Big Ten Championship for a third straight year. So that's the biggest positive that I took out of yesterday. Because, Miz, what, I think it was 20, 
2018, when they had the close game against Maryland, what was it? It was like 53 to 50 or something like that. It was a tight one. They ran for like 250 yards against Ohio State, or one guy in particular, the guy with dreads, I can't remember what his I name is. Name but I can picture too. him yeah. running all over Ohio State and Michigan fans thinking, oh, yes, we're going to destroy them. I don't care if it's in Columbus because look how good we looked. Look how bad they looked. Yeah. And then what happened? They came out and mollywopped us. Uh-huh. I mean, that's uh, that was one thing that, that Maryland almost did pull off that upset uh, in 2018. They they tried to roll the dice uh, in overtime. Just the, the dice came up craps. Yep. That's what happened. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll break that down coming up in a little bit. Uh, rocking the ones and twos for us today. Kojo, good morning. How you doing? I'm fantastic. How are good. you? I'm pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Uh, now, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Yeah, I've been uh, bad. That, I've no, been bad. I'm no, good. it's okay. I'm good now. You got, you got a beverage? No. Uh, yeah. Okay. He's got a beverage. Because uh, there's there's been an tradi- ongoing tradition that uh, we continue to do this I day. I remember. It's a morning sip. I don't have coffee. I got water. I Can have I co- mention one sports thing before we do the sip? Hit it. The Lions. Oh, yeah. Detroit Leos today. today. Gonna be I, a big one. I mean, like it's great being here with y'all, but I keep looking at my watch. I'm like, come on, one o'clock. One o'clock. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, we're obviously we're off at noon, and that's when Lions pregame coverage starts right here on the ticket. And bada uh, bing, bada boom. We're gonna talk about we're gonna get talk about some Leos, possibly doing something they haven't done since the 1960s, and that start eight and two on the year. We'll talk about a whole bunch of stuff. There's a lot to delve into, a lot to talk about. On the football side of things, I have got to get into some hockey talk as well, too, today. Specifically, Big Ten hockey. And I'm going to rip on Tony Petit unit once again. Because I'm sick and tired of the trash. You, I'm not on the soapbox yet. Okay. Calm down. Deep breaths. You got this, Miz. We know we know our boy Miz is very passionate about his hockey. And I'll I'll also reiterate, I've said it to to Michigan fans for years. If you've never been to a Michigan hockey game, they're more fun than football games. I know it sounds blasphemous. I know it sounds crazy, and I do know that we also. I'd like have, to third that. That that is fa- in fact correct. We have one of the we have one. It's going to be one of the craziest games that I've and I've. I'm, 37 years old. Mm-hmm. I've been to most every game besides when I was living in New York City for those few years, which I still made it back to a good amount. But, Miz, I don't know if there's going to be a game this week with more anticipation, mm-hmm. with more excitement. Mm-hmm. I, like the the TKA crew, we'll all be there bright and early. But the, the, the crazy thing, Miz, is I don't think we'll be the only ones there bright and early. I think you will see a parking lot packed by 8 or 9 a.m., I'm pretty sure it'll be packed even before that. That's what I'm talking about. It will be packed like you cannot move mm-hmm. by 8 or 9 a.m. Everybody is so excited. But, like, I and I'll still I'll still stick to it. Go to a game at Yoast. Go mm-hmm. to a game at Yoast. There is few things better as a Michigan fan than experiencing children of the Yoast. They, mm-hmm. Our student section there is one of the best in the nah, entire not, country. Not, not one. The best. No, no, but no, no. But the one, best. But one of the best just cheering sections in all of sports, mm-hmm. regardless of, because clearly I would argue it's the best in college hockey. Mm-hmm. But I would say you could put it up there with just about any cheering section, any sports fan, any of these cool traditions that we see across all of sports. Uh-huh. What was it Utah? The I believe that we will like all the cool things that you see all across the country. Children of Yost is as special and as unique 
as any of them. So that, that cheering hold makes it, it so much hold better. It up. Yep. Like hold it's, it up. It's even like compared to being at a Red Wings game. Yeah. You know? Oh, like night, you've night. got all these people mm-hmm. and they're cheering so hard. They're like, yeah, they love what I love. Hold it up. Hold it up. Loose puck out. Hold it up. Or you can pull a, a Greg Dooley and take a bite out of the puck and realize it's not a biscuit. It's, it's actually a puck. But it's not chocolate. Exactly. I digress. It's time for the morning sip. Grab your beverage of choice. Coffee, tea, agua. Maybe you're still celebrating from yesterday. Beer, cerveza, energy drink, whatever it may be. You know the drill. Three, two. You're not going to do it with us? I got you. Okay. I'm, I'm listening to... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was looking at Harlan Barnett talking about oh, stealing, God. Well, stealing signs get, the correct I, way, and it was hard for me not to try and throw my... <sighs> Throw my cup across the Underst- room is so I apologize. No, 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 it's all good. Well, I mean, that, that's that's another sucker that we'll have to oh, talk about. Oh man, just get me more fired up, baby. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one, sip. <sighs> I promise I'm just gonna do a sip, just a sip, just a sip. No gulps, carbonation. Maybe later, maybe later, maybe off the air. We'll have to do that. Uh, anyways, I can do a gulp. You want to golf? No, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll save that for later. Uh, yesterday, Michigan, take care of business. 1,000 dubs all time. 31-24. And yes, it wasn't pretty. It really wasn't. I, at least the second half wasn't pretty. First half was very entertaining. was extremely First entertaining. until that last, last minute. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. The, the, the last two you know, last two minutes of the, of the first half, yeah, I understand. Yep. But... Considering that you know we this is back to back weeks where we've seen Michigan maybe struggle a little bit with their opponent on the road, uh, you know as far as offensively and defensively going three and out on the first drive, punting it away to Maryland. They drive down, they get a field goal on their opening drive of the game, uh, but then Michigan comes back. They have a big nine play drive to counter it, capped off with who else? Blake Corum once again. Uh, with a two-yard tutty to give Michigan the lead. But then after that, everyone finally settles in. The elder statesman, Mikey Barrett, gets a, gets a strip, and then Derek Moore says, I'll take that. Here, hold this. And runs it right in, makes it 14-3. to And then the sweats start to kick in a little bit, and they feel the pressure with Maryland, and they have safety. You think about punt, it, we haven't blocked a pun in a we, long time. I don't think. Yeah, it's been it's been a hot minute since the that the the Wolverines have pulled that one off. But nope. you know, hold the sweats down, get a safety, get the ball back. They drive again. Man, another long drive, and I love it as well too. Balake tying the single season record for rushing touchdowns in a year with another touchdown, uh, one yard out. Making it twenty three to three, and then like you said, Matt, they Maryland would end up getting the ball back. They drive, they'd have a long drive themselves, get it within two minutes of play, and you know they 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 would get within uh, two scores with uh, with a one yard tush push yep. themselves. I, listen, Philly, I'm telling you, Philadelphia fans, Eagle fans, you got to be happy by the way that Maryland uh, running tush pushes because that's the way they can only score touchdowns apparently. Tush push, tush push, and tush push. That's all they can do. Obviously, they come out in the second half. Uh, and and you know, Michigan had a great drive to try to close out the first half. One mistake that really kind of just 
that I think kind of turned the tides of oh, how this game no, went. There's no doubt about it, Miz. Yeah. So interception that ended up coming back to about the ten yard line. Maryland would end up kneeing it out. Going into the half, they take control. In the second half, they have another long drive. Nine plays, capped off with another tush-push for a touchdown to get it within a score. But Michigan comes right back around. They get a nice drive. And Samaj Samaj Morgan is going to be a stud if he's not already a stud. like He's going to get himself to that point where when Roman and CJ finally – you know when when they when when they, when they get their names called because I, I I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Roman's gonna get his name called. Uh, I'll I'll be honest, probably day two. He'll be a day two or day three guy. I'm pretty sure CJ is gonna get his name called as well too. And then Samaj is gonna be the guy. I'll go ahead and say I'll put it out in the universe. Samaj Morgan will wear the number one, at, if not next year, in the near future, because Samaj has been that hidden gem that Michigan has had on the receiving side of things, and he looked amazing again. 13-yard end-around run, finding a way to tippy-toe down the sideline, extend that arm out to get that touchdown, looked great, and then Maryland would counter back again, drive down again, and another a tush-push. Yep. Three tush-pushes. I'm sorry, at this point, you need to change – the name Billy Edwards to William Edwards at this point because that, that was a grown ass to me. That's a grown ass man. That was a grown ass man doing grown ass man things. I'm sorry, you're no longer Billy. You're either Bill or William. Put some respect uh, and give him all respect in the world. I put respect on his name. He can be a future. He can be the future QB over there when uh, Tongue Viola, uh, you know, finally leaves after this year as well too. And obviously, it was back-and-forth affair, a lot of defensive plays. Shout-out to Jesse Minter for putting together an amazing game plan in that fourth quarter. Because if it wasn't for the defense and special teams, Tommy Dolman, my God. Great punts, man. Tommy, Tommy Dolman, oh, my God. Just get just inject that in my veins. I swear to God, Tommy Dolman. Beauty. Couple of great punts inside the five, including the one that was down by. And I'm, I'll, I'll tell you what, another f- former Wolverine was probably sitting at home if he wasn't at the game yesterday, just sitting there going, "God, this kid, my son, has definitely had a hell of a career." Caden downing it at the one yard line. John Johnny probably just watching, going, "It's my boy. That's my boy. Special team specialist." And then getting that safety, and. And here's the thing, and I know like the, when the safety occurred, I watched the re- obviously here the difference between radio and TV, at least in the studio, mm-hmm. is about a good 40 to 45 seconds. And that's even in standard def on the big ass TV that we have in the studio. You're okay? not lying about that. It's about a 40 to 45 second delay between what Doug and John say on the radio and what I see on the TV. So I hear them say safety. I hear them who you know cheer for the safety. They haven't even run the play on TV at that point. That's just how long of a delay it has been. They're just setting up for that play to actually happen. That's how much of a delay. And I watched the back angle that Fox had shown, and I can understand where Loxley was was peed off about it. You had a guy that was kind of in the area, but he was still like 10 yards away from where the ball ended up landing or where the destination was going to. 
So I can see where he was kind of upset. Like, there's a guy right there. Yeah, but he was like 10 yards down the field. And he tried to backtrack, and he's running there after, you know, your linesman is waving incomplete. And he's like, I'm right here. 10 yards down the field, bruh. Yep. But, but there, there were a lot of things because also, you know, they they mentioned it on the telecast that mm-hmm. he he wasn't hit, you know, it wasn't like he was getting he was still getting, in the pocket. getting knocked down as he was throwing, and mm-hmm. that affected the the throwing motion or the pass. He threw it, and you're right. There was, was that number ten Denby or the the number De- ten Denby, the, yeah, yeah, the wide receiver was about 15, 20 yards further down the field. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I can understand them being upset, but I don't think – I think that it was the correct call. But also, I think they missed a safety call earlier in the game. Yeah. It was either the first or second quarter. I'll have to – I haven't had a chance to rewatch the game to see exactly where it was. I know what you're but talking But there was about another that, yeah. play where Talia had rolled out of the pocket. So he is outside of the tackle box, but it was like a – Second 18 or third, it was a long play. Yeah. And he threw it, and I do not think the ball got back to the line of scrimmage. That was, you know what it was? It was the play before the block punt. Okay. It was a play before black punt. It was a third and 18, and then the block punt happened. So, so yeah, so that was one where I was like, that is that is clearly a safety call because, again, he's outside of the tackle box, but, but the, the rule the rule is when you when you are throwing the ball away. you got to get it to the line of scrimmage. It's got to pass the line of scrimmage, and yeah. I did not think that that one did. So, again, I thought that they missed one earlier in the game. If you want to say that that one's questionable, that's that's the best argument that you have because, again, that guy wasn't really all that close. I don't know. A guy 15 yards away doesn't consider me or I don't consider them in the, the area of the pass. So, yeah. So that was one that we got, and, and Miz, you you mentioned Jesse Minter, and I want to talk about those defensive linemen. Oh, my God. Who really big uglies. Well, one, I'll say – you need you need the effort and the performance that you had in the last two two or three drives. You need that for the entire game mm-hmm. because the game completely changed on those last two or three drives when our defensive line with four guys got home and got pressure and got got sacks. Finally got uh, Talia down there was that one great uh, stunt with Graham and then McGregor comes in the middle. Yep. McGregor's about to get the sack and then he just rolls right into Mason Graham sitting mm-hmm. there in the middle. So that's the kind of effort that we need from start to finish here this week. But you're right, Miz, in a game that was really gut check. And for us, I we'll, we'll talk about J.J.'s game. This was far from J.J.'s best game. I hope that he really realized how much sharper he needs to be both mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. You have Cornelius wide open on that double that oh, double pass. Yeah. He, he is wide open, and I get, you know, I get he was pressing. He's trying to th- – the one – Right before he threw the interception, where he was kind of he made the play on the defensive end, shook him out of his shoes, and if he throws that a, a foot higher, yeah, then Colston Loveland's the only one who can grab it. So you know, people were talking about that's a terrible decision. JJ needs to be sharper. We'll we'll talk about that, I'm sure, and I'm sure oh, yeah. a lot of people will have opinions about that. But we had that gut check where it's hey, defense, we need you to go out here and make us a play and win us this game. Yeah. And they did it time and time again cuz what? The only I think the only port, points scored in that fourth quarter were the the two points for the safety. Uh they had a they had the Samaj Morgan touchdown in that the was in third. The, that was in the third, right? Yeah. Yep. So, so in the, the only one in the fourth quarter was the safety, yeah. Yep. So fourth quarter, they did not give up a point. Mhm. 
which is what they absolutely needed to do. Because, you know, also I don't put, uh, you know, a lot of the big plays that they got, the one touchdown uh, that they threw on, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Will Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah again, yeah. great, great play. Will was right there, but a lot of a lot of those tough catches that they made. I mean, you you want to be mad that they got a big play, yeah. But like Josh Josh Walls was right there with that one wide receiver when he threw it over when he threw it over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was times that we made plays. Um, you know, I do think that we were in a lot of base packages for the most part throughout the game, trying not to show anybody. But that that was my biggest thing, Miz, is I think that we got too comfortable being up by almost three scores when it was 21 to three. And I think mentally we took our foot off the gas and then all of a sudden we get socked in the face and we're in a football game mm-hmm. and we're we're fighting for our lives. But the the important thing, as I'm sure Coach Harbaugh and any of these guys would say, we got out of there with the win. Yeah. All goals are still intact in the biggest because if you lose last week or yesterday, you could still beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You could still go to the Big Ten championship game, but you might not be in the playoff picture anymore. Yeah. We don't, again, we don't know. That's a big, that's a big what if. Big what if here. Because Michigan, I've said it, Michigan one loss team versus it would it would behoove us that it would be Maryland that we would beat so we could beat Ohio State and still play in the Big Ten championship game. Mm-hmm. But it could have potentially knocked our college football playoff picture out the window. But that is not the case. We are still going. We are still going strong. And I do think it will help how Coach put steal, steal these, these men's spine as they get ready here for next week because you can't think that, hey, we're the better team. If we go out there and play our game, we're going to win. It's no. We have to be absolutely perfect and flawless in our execution and our mental preparation Otherwise, we will not win this game. So I think that that will give us a little bit of a boost, as like you said, Miz, eight week is here. Yeah, I know that there were you know when we open up the phones, I'm fairly certain there's going to be one downriver boy that's going or downriver man that's going to be calling up and you know it's starting up his hate starting up today, and I don't blame him whatsoever. It is that time of the year, rivalry week across the nation. It is hate week for a lot of teams, and I know Bruce Mata had always told me, Miz. Hate is the worst four-letter word that you could ever say. Well, Bruce, this is the one time that I can say it is hate week because I hate Ohio State. I don't care. This is hate week. Welcome to college football. I almost feel like Gus Johnson's like, welcome, college football. Ms. Fox. All I could think about yesterday after the clock hit zero, because – I know Ohio State had not played yet. Yep. But I knew that they would likely take care of business against Minnesota, which they ended up doing. Yep. But, Miz, this is what we live for. This is it. This is, as a Michigan fan, this is, wh- this is, why-, this is why you're a fan. This is why you wake up in the morning. And all I could think about was the, the Bob Eufer quote. I think it was before. I can't remember if it was before the 69 game or which one of those great games in the 10-year war. This is what intercollegiate football is all about. Could you ask for anything more than Michigan, Ohio State? Everything on the line. Everything. Everything. Because not only do if we win the game, do we get everything, mm-hmm. but we take everything from them. Yes. That is what is even sweeter to me because it's great when Michigan, when there's been one or two losses, we know if we win the game, we go, but we don't. We don't take all of their hopes and dreams away mm-hmm. as we do it because they think, hey, 
They just played a bad Maryland team, and they should have won. They did not look good. They're vulnerable. They're this. They're that. They're whatever. They can get confident, but oh boy, the Wolverines will be ready. And Miz, how many years? How many years did we did we crave this? Did we want this? Did we did we dream about this? And here it is. For the third year in a row, we've got everything on the line against Ohio State. Uh-huh. Undefeated yep. yet again. Uh-huh. We got to double check. Is this the first time that they've met back-to-back years undefeated? This is this is the first time that they've met back-to-back 11 and 0 going into the game. There's History. Only, the only other time it's happened 2016. We are going to forget about that one. It was a great game, don't get me wrong. 1 versus 2. Great game. Obviously, the result was not the way that we wanted it to, but this is the third all-time meeting where Michigan and Ohio State are meeting for the game at 11 and 0. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I feel uh, the, the way that you were just you were preaching to you for stuff, Matt, I wanted to get up and just it felt like I was in a Baptist church and go, "How somebody to start what just speaking in tongues?" You start speaking in tongues and start what just just grab the, tam- the, the the tambourine and start da 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 just like just start dancing around. I'm ready. I know it's Sunday and I know my brother's in town, but the the rush is Saturday and he's leaving on Friday. But damn it, I'm excited for this damn game. I cannot wait. I really cannot wait. There's nothing. There is nothing. There is nothing better, Miz. And with everything, hey, Michigan fans, let's just let's just call a spade a spade. You're going through the ringer right now. Yeah. There is there is no doubt about it. But what they they can try and win these fights in the media. They can try and win these fights in the in the courtrooms or the mm-hmm. political crap that everybody's dealing with right now. What is the one fight that matters? What is the one fight that matters? Where does it matter more than any place else? What happens? On the, the field. ball field, yes. Woo! And boy, we will be ready. I think this week was a bit of a wake-up call that, as you say all the time, your your stuff still stink over there. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be thinking that. You can just wake up, roll out of bed, and win these games. Maryland showed you, which, uh, hey, basketball team showed, got showed on Friday, too. We'll talk about that one at a different time. Exactly. But they showed you. That, hey, you can get beaten on any given day. Mm-hmm. You have to play the very best game you have ever played in your entire life this upcoming Saturday. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You have to be the very best you have ever been in your entire life. And it starts today. Exactly. It's a whole week. It's a whole week of building up to it. Knowing, knowing, and I'm curious what coaches are going to do. Jamie talks about, I think it was the 80-85 because they had just come off the, the poor year in 84. Yep. 85 year that first first day of practice. They are they are jacked up mm-hmm. and they are hitting each other and one of the coaches said, "Hey, we need to we need to bring it down a little bit to make sure that we get it all the way here till Saturday." And I Bo or whatever coach said, "No. We're going to ramp it up and we're going to mm-hmm. keep ramping it up each day." So we we've, we've got to find we've got to find that right balance for us to make sure that we are in peak prime condition to perform here on Saturday Miz but I have I have faith in the coaching staff but I have faith in these players more than anything else cuz they are going to be the ones who win and lose this game exactly and yeah. I have full faith in them I have faith that JJ will learn from this past week and be much better because something as simple 
is eating that ball or throwing it away right before halftime, kicking a field goal and going up 16 versus 13 can be a difference in winning this game or not. Exactly. So you have got to be flawless, young man, along with every other one of those young men on the field. Exactly it. I also want to point out, because we're going to go to a break, and we're going to open up the phones to the people, talk about, you want to talk about the Maryland game? We can talk about that. You want to talk about uh, the Ohio State game coming up on Saturday? We'll talk about that. Uh, after having an amazing game yesterday, number two in your playbook, number one in your heart, is an Ypsilanti right now handing turkey dinners. Big surprise. Not a, not a shocker there. Blake doing the damn thing as he does every single time. The man is, he's it. He's him. He is that guy. Love you, Blake. Yeah. Last year with a bad knee, of course he's out there this year again. You're damn right. Doing it at 100%. And he's just, he's handing them out, but you best believe he hungry. He hungry to give a, to, to, to go get some yak and get some tutties as well, too, against some buck nuts. We're going to take a break, though. When we come back, we're going to open up the phones to you, 734-998-1050. You can text us at the same number on the Ticket Text line. Uh, we've got our Twitters open, at WTKA underscore Playground. We have the studio email open as well, too, studio at WTKA.com. We're just going to get ourselves hyped up, man. We're just going to get ourselves amped up and do the damn thing. That's what it's all about today. It is day, well, let's just say it. it's, it's day one, the official day one of Player Hater Week, and I'm about it. Back on the other side here on the Sunday Morning Playground, Sports Talk 1050 WTK, the ticket. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. 